Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Palestinian people have endured over five decades of Israeli occupation. That is the longest belligerent occupation on the face of the earth. The land has been colonized in the West Bank by illegal Israeli settlements and Gaza is under a perpetual siege. This is not just occupation, siege and colonization. This is, as Human Rights Watch recently correctly described it, apartheid. Now, in Israel proper, Palestinians are treated as third-class citizens, if that, a position which was formalized under the recent so-called nation-state law. Since 2000, over 10,000 Palestinian civilians have been killed by the Israeli state. That's nearly eight times the number of Israelis who've been killed in all of this. In the recent Israeli onslaught against Gaza, 256 Palestinians were killed, 66 of them children. While this conversation is dominated by four words, Israel's right to exist, Palestine has no right whatsoever to exist as an independent nation. It's it's right, one of the most fundamental rights there is for national self-determination is comprehensively and brutally denied. These gruesome facts underline why it is so grotesque, so wrong-headed, so deceitful to describe this as a conflict, as though Mike Tyson punching a toddler could be described as a conflict. This is a military superpower armed and backed by the West, which is occupying and oppressing and subjugating a people denied their right to exist, a collection often of refugee camps with no ability whatsoever to defend themselves given what they're up against. It's why the Israeli state not only thinks but knows that it can get away with practically anything. They can kill Palestinians en masse, including last month Dr. Ayman Abu Al-Uf, who was the head of internal medicine in Gaza's main hospital, along with 12 members of his extended family. It's why they know they can get away with expanding their illegal settlements and increasingly openly talking about how they will deny the right of any Palestinian state to ever exist. This brings me to three letters, which you may have heard thrown around. B DS. Boycott, divestment and sanctions. What does that mean? It means boycotts of an apartheid regime from sport to culture. It means divestment to get banks to local councils and other organisations to divest, withdraw investments from Israel. And it means sanctions such as banning business with illegal settlements or the sale of arms to Israel. What's the aim of all of this? It's to end the Israeli occupation, it's to end the settlements, it's to end apartheid, it's to give 
Palestinian citizens within Israel full equality and it's to give the right of refugees to return to their homes in accordance with international law. Now I want to explain my own thinking about this because if you're unsure, as many people who are, who are naturally sympathetic to the Palestinian cause, it might inform your thinking as well. Now uh, I've always tried to use my platform to support the Palestinian cause, whether that be on, on national television, in my columns, on social media, in videos, at rallies. I've defended in print boycotts uh, against illegal uh, Israeli settlements, produce from them, and attempts by governments to suppress those boycotts using the law. But a few years ago, I gave a pretty garbled answer to a question in, a, in an interview about BDS. I said I'd never been involved in BDS as a campaign, which I haven't. And it got mixed up with a broader response about my fear about Jewish citizens within Western countries being targeted. Now, given the gravity of the situation facing the Palestinian people, I feel it is incumbent on anyone with a platform. Anyone with a platform has a responsibility to speak out and clarify their position. And that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm clarifying my own position and boycott divestment sanctions, not because I'm particularly interesting or important, but because I do think we do need to encourage people to speak out. And that includes answering doubts or questions that I myself had. First off, why Israel? When there are so many other countries on earth who are responsible for oppression and heinous acts. I mean, North Korea is not exactly a bundle of laughs, is it? Now, this is what aboutery at its finest. The idea that no injustice can be overcome until all injustices simultaneously are overcome at the same time. But the point is this. Unlike, say, North Korea, Israel is backed and armed to the teeth by Western governments. According to the campaign against the arms trade, the US, which is of course the global hegemon, delivered $5 billion worth of arms to Israel between 2013 and 2017 alone. And since 2015, our country, Britain, has sent over 400 million pounds worth of arms. We are directly complicit in all of the crimes that are committed by the Israeli state, our weapons are used to prop up the occupation and apartheid. And we are responsible for what our government does in our own name. And we have the power to pressure our own governments because if they cease this support for Israel's occupation and apartheid, then that occupation and apartheid becomes instantly unsustainable. Okay then, what about other Western-backed states which commit heinous acts of oppression, Saudi Arabia being one. Of course, we on the left are well known for our lack of speaking out about Saudi Arabia, our tacit support for Saudi Arabia. Of course, that's ridiculous. We're almost the only ones who loudly speak out against the crimes committed by the Saudi allies of our government. And we demand consistently an end to all arms to the Saudi regime. Like others on the left, I've done my best to expose Saudi crimes. I've done countless articles. I've done a documentary about the British-backed Saudi onslaught against Yemen, including going to a Yemeni refugee camp. Yemen being the worst humanitarian crisis on earth as a direct result of what the Saudi regime, with our support and our weapons, has done to that country. And of course, we should be consistent in our opposition to Western-backed military onslaughts and vicious forms of oppression. Another example, Turkey, which is a NATO member, and its horrendous, vicious onslaught 
against the Kurdish people and their right to national self-determination. There are a few points here though. I mean, take the campaign against apartheid South Africa, the campaign to impose sanctions against apartheid South Africa. I mean, of course, on the African continent at the time, apartheid South Africa wasn't the only vicious regime. There were several other dictatorships all over Africa. And if someone were to make the argument, which they did actually at the time, that, well, why not have uh, these demands and international campaign against these dictatorships, we would all rightly well, anyone who is sensible and has any sense of justice, see that as a cynical attempt to deflect attention away from apartheid South Africa and away from the specific brutality and evil of regimes which are based on racial supremacy. No wonder today the African National Congress is amongst those who support the BDS movement. There is another key point as well, and that is BDS is the demand of Palestinian civil society. If another oppressed people ask us to do the same as regards their own situation, then of course we should comply. We should always listen to what oppressed peoples ask us to do in active solidarity to further their demands for justice and emancipation. Also, Britain does impose sanctions against lots of different regimes. North Korea, Russia, Syria, I could go on, there's a long list. Why should Israel be an exception? Here's why it's also important. If Palestinians use armed resistance, then they are denounced vociferously, but BDS is a peaceful alternative to armed resistance, and yet that's also denounced. So what possible mechanism are the Palestinians supposed to have that could ever be effective in overcoming their huge oppression, which is backed overwhelmingly by Western countries who are responsible, in part, for what the Palestinians are going through. The truth is, it's clearly increasingly the case that it's the only possible mechanism to end this occupation. Western citizens using their collective power to force their governments to stop propping up the occupation and apartheid. Now, Benjamin Netanyahu and others have denounced BDS as inherently anti-Semitic. Now, it's striking that Netanyahu allied with Orban's anti-Semitic regime in Hungary and yet can just say BDS as a whole is anti-Semitic. And our response should be twofold. Firstly, that that claim is false. But secondly, to speak out loudly, because it is incumbent on us, as those who support Palestinian justice and emancipation, to speak out passionately against anti-Semitism, including against those who are anti-Semites, who cynically and opportunistically seize upon the Palestinian cause, not because they are opposed to injustice, but because they have the two millennia old hatred against the Jewish people. And we have to speak out against those people because it's the right thing to do. And because it will reassure many Jewish people who themselves support an end to the occupation and to apartheid. We have to engage in Emotional intelligence in all of this is so critical with the fact that there are many Jews all over the world who see Israel as a potential always existing sanctuary precisely because they've gone through 2,000 years of persecution. Blood libel, expulsions, pogroms, murder, culminating within living memory at the attempt to exterminate the entire Jewish people by industrialised means, which succeeded in killing two-thirds of Jewish people in Europe. And we have to engage with that because there will never ever be a lasting and secure peace unless Jewish people, wherever they live, feel that that solution 
will protect them and offer them security and peace. Anti-Semitism is rising across the West and we do have a responsibility and a duty to combine our support for the Palestinian people and of course demarcation is very important. The Israeli state and the Jewish people are not one and the same. We have to make Jewish people feel safe and secure wherever they are. Now there are those who say this is simply a plot to destroy Israel. But the real aim of all of this should be a lasting and secure peace for Jews and for Arabs alike. That is the only way all of this can finally end. That means either a two-state solution with a genuinely viable independent Palestinian state, so not, for example, a Bantustan as South Africa under apartheid created, so-called Black Homelands, which were not real nations, but a genuinely secure Palestinian state that can live alongside Israel. Or, if Israel continues its expansionist project, including stealing Palestinian land and building illegal settlements all over them, then there will be no choice but to argue for a one-state solution with equal civil rights for Jews and for Palestinians alike. But whatever happens, it's about lasting security and peace for all. Now we can win this fight. The polling shows that Israel is losing the battle for hearts and minds all over the West. But, and there is a big but, we're running out of time because increasingly prominent Israeli figures are more and more emboldened talking about how they will never ever 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 allow a Palestinian state of their own. Now, in Western countries, the lack of interest or humanity towards Palestinians should be called out for what it is, and it is racism. It's simply the fact that many people, including those in power, do not regard Palestinians as equal human beings to their own, because if they did, they would never accept or tolerate the sort of suffering that is collectively imposed on the Palestinian people. There are no options left. The only hope for the Palestinian people is not simply their struggle, their just struggle, for emancipation, for a state of their own, but for those of us in countries whose governments prop up the apartheid and the occupation that they endure to use our collective power. And that for me is a very, very simple question to answer, which is we must support boycott, divestment and sanctions because that's the only thing we have left in order to build pressure for a just and secure peace for Arabs and Jews alike. The Palestinians deserve our solidarity and we must give it. And that's why I'm supporting BDS. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.